Hello, everyone. This is Ria with a quick note. This is a preview of an episode exclusive to Little Stories Premium. Little Stories Premium gives you more of the stories you love and an ad-free, promo-free listening experience. Join by clicking the link in this episode's description or by visiting littlestoriespremium.com. This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. I loved writing the story you're about to hear. It's about change and redemption. It's about a fox and a cricket and a trio of dastardly pie thieves. Let's hear it. It's called The Fox and His Conscience. Take it away, Kristana and Micah. Remember, there are no pictures. You will have to imagine the pictures. In your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here Here we we go. Fox, why? Seriously, Fox. What were you thinking? I can't believe you did this. I mean, you've done so many things. And yet, I cannot believe you did this. As Fox scampered through the forest, the night's events replayed over and over in his mind. The furrowed brows, the scowls, the disappointment in his friends' and family members' voices. Just go, Fox. Give us time. But the thing that stuck in Fox's mind most of all was... Why can't you use your powers for good? It was Fox's sister, referring to his silver tongue, the one that had gotten him into so much trouble over the years. He couldn't blame her. He couldn't blame any of them. After so many of his poor decisions, they'd reached their limit. So had Fox. He'd packed up his knapsack, placed his cricket, Molly, on his shoulder, and set off into the trees. You're awfully quiet, Fox muttered as he skipped over a log. I don't know what to say, Molly said from her perch. That's a first. You never listened to me anyway. I listen to you. Sometimes. Not when I try to stop you from... Ugh, never mind. Molly went silent. Fox knew what she was thinking. She didn't have to say it. She'd tried again and again to help him make better decisions. He'd always ignored her. This time he wouldn't. I messed up, Fox said. Molly didn't reply. Fox meant it. For the first time, he really meant it. That night he had screwed up big time, and as he wandered aimlessly through the forest in the darkest hours, Molly on his shoulder, a thought struck him. Things could actually get worse. Things could just keep getting worse and worse. Maybe there was no bottom. 
It was a terrifying thought. I'm going to change, Molly. I'll believe it when I see it. Fox nodded. She had every reason to distrust him, but he felt the commitment solidify in him in a way it never had before. He would change. When the sky lightened that morning, Fox and Molly fell asleep beneath an unfamiliar tree. Fox awakened to the sounds of owls calling in the night. He felt Molly on his shoulder, still asleep. He knew she'd be up soon. She always seemed to sense his movements, however subtle. But for the moment, Fox was alone. The sky was a deep purple. It looked as if the real clouds had been swept away, leaving a few overlooked wisps behind. Fox nearly didn't see the moon. It couldn't even be called a crescent. Fox realized he'd barely paid attention to it in ages. It looked like someone had traced, halfway around a circle with a piece of white chalk, so thin a sliver shone against the blanket of night. Looking up at the moon, had always helped Fox settle his mind. Now, the moon was waning, shrinking from view. He could tell it was so from its orientation in the sky. His distant but familiar friend would be gone soon, but it always managed to return, renewed. Fox felt something click in his mind. He would be gone as well. He would give his family and friends time for their anger to recede. He would give himself time to become a better fox. One day, not too long from now, he would return. Things would be different. Fox rose from the ground, taking Molly with him. They nibbled a snack from his knapsack and set off. Where are we going? Molly said, still groggy. Fox stopped short, realizing he hadn't discussed his plans with his dear Cricket. Molly, he said, pulling her down from his shoulder and holding her in a paw. I'm leaving the forest. I have to go somewhere else, where no one knows me. Everyone needs time with me gone, including me. Molly stared up at him, thinking, Well, let's go then. You'll come? We stick together, no matter what. Fox smiled and placed her back on his shoulder. You won't regret it, Fox said. He continued through the trees, towards uncharted wilderness. Soon they were nearing the edge of the forest Fox had called home his entire life. They would be in a different territory, with different animals. Fox could practice becoming his best self. 
The thought gave him an intense feeling of relief. He and Molly stopped to sip water at a stream. As Fox dipped his head to drink, Fox, did you hear that? Molly whispered. Hear what? Listen. Fox heard voices drifting from several yards away, from behind a large boulder. When will she put the pies out? At three. How long will they be out? She lets them cool for around half an hour. What is that, like two, three minutes? Ugh, it's thirty minutes, you fool. Fox and Molly stayed quiet as the three foxes on the other side of the boulder detailed their plans to steal Mrs. Buttermore's mouse pies. I'll keep lookout. You two will have to snatch them. Where are we going to put them? Won't there be like ten of them? You put them in the baskets like I told you. Do you ever listen? Sorry, I forgot. Fox and Molly stood completely still, listening, until they heard the entirety of the trio's dastardly plans. The three foxes kept talking amongst themselves, moving on to different topics of conversation. Do I have something stuck in my teeth? I feel like I do. Oh yeah, you do. You don't eat spinach, though. What is that? Molly whispered in Fox's ear. Fox, Mrs. Buttermore will be devastated. She gives those mouse pies away to the little ones. Fox was silent for a moment, thinking. Actually, in truth, his thoughts were all muddled. Instead, he was feeling. Feeling a huge wave of reluctance wash over him. He'd been serious when he'd said he'd change, but he hadn't expected for his bluff to be called so soon. Molly was prattling in his ear, but she sounded far away. Fox, we can't just let them do this. We have to stop them. Oh, you're never going to listen to me. Fox stood there, gripped by paralysis in his tangled thoughts. He could just walk away, as he would have done just days earlier. All his instincts were tuned to make the wrong choice. He was known for it. That was what was expected of him. No one would know if he just pretended like he hadn't overheard the plotting. Only Molly would know. She wouldn't say anything. Fox thought of his cousin, Samuel, a fox who would never stop and think, who would simply carry on with the correct action, with the naturalness of a bird taking flight. And here he was pondering the situation as if it was a conundrum. A terrible thought came to him then. You're already failing, aren't you? Before you've even started. Samuel would not be standing stock still in the middle of the forest, paws planted in the leaves, hesitating for whole minutes after hearing such a thing. 
Fox, are you hearing anything I'm saying? Molly shouted, jumping up and down on his shoulder. But Fox didn't hear her. He was still lost in his labyrinth of thoughts. If a tree falls in a forest with no one around to hear it, does it make a sound? If a wily, conniving fox makes the right decision for once in his life and no one is around to witness it, does it matter? Somehow, even though Fox had spent years doing the wrong thing, deep inside, he knew the answer. Something else occurred to Fox. He pricked up his ears. All he could hear was the wind through the trees, a very loud crow carrying on nearby, and Molly muttering in his ear. And they don't deserve this. Molly. They really... Molly. What? She asked, breathless. The foxes. They're gone. Fox shoved away his fears, his doubts, his reluctance. He thought of Mrs. Buttermore. He turned back in the direction of home and bolted through the trees, dashing so swiftly that Molly went flying off his shoulder. Fox! He doubled back, scooped her up, and away they went into the depths of the forest. There is so much more to this story. You can hear the full episode by becoming a Little Stories Premium subscriber. Click the link in this episode's description or visit littlestoriespremium.com to join. And thank you, as always, for listening in.